everybody. Welcome back to OP Podcast. On today's episode, I have two amazing guests. My guests are Kinsey and Joseph, and they are from the Historical Natives. Um, so this will be kind of the first installment of what is coming to Okie Podcast uh, for the month of October. Month of October, I'm having a lot of some really cool guests that um, kind of dive into cryptids and paranormal and just kind of getting the spirit of Halloween, I guess. So um, without any further ado, what's going on, Joseph and Kinsey? Hello. <laughs> Not much going on. Just uh, working as normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. Um, I really do appreciate it, and I'm so glad that we can make this happen. Um, I enjoy your podcast. Um, so the people that don't know, they have a podcast where they talk about a lot of stories uh, involving indigenous stories. Um, scary stuff, paranormal stuff, cryptids, and right now they're on a little hiatus, but they're coming back. We just kind of talked about that. And so for the listeners, I guess real quick, well, not real quick, however long, uh, for the listeners, uh, just tell, you know, where you're from and what was growing up like, and then what kind of, what kind of interested you in starting this podcast? Um, I guess you can go first. Where do you come from? (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, So, hi, I'm Mackenzie. Um, I was born on uh, Vancouver Island in Victoria, BC, Canada. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I, I spent most of my time just growing up in Victoria and just throughout the island. Um, and then I became quite the nomad with my mom and we moved quite a bit and we moved to Saskatchewan and then to Ontario for a little bit. And then I moved back to Victoria and yeah. Yeah. I had a significantly less nomadic life. I just grew up in a small little settlement known as Souk. Not even in town. I lived in East Souk. So just way out in the middle of nowhere. No, that actually might be some inspiration <laughs> for some of my stories, but I don't know. Um, it wasn't until like Mackenzie moved back here to the island for school and we started hanging out more. Uh, that's when we started building the idea of making some sort of podcast together. Mm-hmm. We both enjoy the horror genre video games movies and whatnot and we had opinions and we're like let's just voice our opinions on a podcast but um we had our own lives we're busy so it didn't really nothing really happened for a couple years and then suddenly we're living together downtown and there's a pandemic and we have the opportunity to do something since we're both we're both suddenly unemployed (laughs) So we're like, might as well just be creative or something instead of sitting around. And so we decided to make a podcast with uh, help from the 3C Challenge, mm-hmm. a program from UVic. They helped us with funding and helped us uh, really get our idea together 
mm-hmm. and inspired us to make indigenous related podcasts so their input and ours came together to create the historical natives which was a horror themed indigenous podcast yeah awesome that, yeah. well um that's pretty cool it took well that's the same thing happened to me it took the pandemic to get me started to <laughs> i kept talking about doing this and i just never did it and got furloughed and I mean, I wasn't really doing anything, just playing video games. And I was like, man, you know what? I should just try to start this or do something. And so I did my research and because I had no idea how to do any of this stuff, you know, like it seemed pretty simple, but the more like I thought about it, it was like, well, dang, I got to talk into a mic. I don't have any mics. I don't know how to set all the stuff up and i don't know how to put it on the computer i don't have a computer so i mean it's like when once you start thinking about it it's like holy shit it's a lot of like it's a it's a process and you you have to do your research you do have to understand like what you're doing um and what do you guys record on um well we we have a tiny little microphone that we have. <laughs> yeah, they both have, use the same one. You know, one. those like snowball <laughs> ones. Yeah, oh, okay. we just share that. And then um, we use like the Adobe. Um, audition? Yeah, audition, I audition. think it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had yeah. it from like a subscription from her work. So yeah. <laughs> we just use that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're right. Um, it's, it's definitely a process and editing has just been like a just a big new thing and you don't realize how long it's actually going to take until you start doing it yeah before we started doing this we were essentially in completely different industries and we're mm-hmm. using completely different skill sets for the most part me and Mackenzie was studying interior design and I was doing other design related stuff. Mm-hmm. And now suddenly I'm writing stories and doing IT and Mackenzie's editing and researching and, researching <laughs> and all these other things. So it's uh, definitely a, a 180. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, no, like nobody. Okay, so. You, you use Adobe Adobe uh, Audition. What do, what host do you guys use? No, it's Audition. Oh, our oh. hosting site is a cast. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, we just switched. We were using Buzzsprout, and then now I think we're using... Yeah, we switched due to yeah. uh, appearance troubles. <laughs> <laughs> we on our website we have a little like html widget thing mm-hmm. and like our website's like very dark and like the buzzsprout one was like really bright and you just couldn't change it and it was kind of like a tiny sun in the <laughs> middle of our website and i was like this is not something you know so we just found a cast and they have like a dark mode and we're like this is home yeah <laughs> this is where we need to be yeah. <laughs> so we use a cast. That's, yeah. the, that's yeah. what we're 
<laughs> yeah, I use a red circle. How's Buzz? How was Buzzsprout? How was besides uh, too bright? Yeah, a really good starter. Um, they've got uh, such a good website to help you um, start your podcast, mm-hmm. and they even like um, handle reaching out to all like the third parties for you so like um when we were signing up for um our spotify um and all those other listening stuff all Mm -hmm. we had to do was just click a button and then they did that for us wow i didn't want to make a website they just made a website for you yeah which is a pretty good landing page yeah it was pretty cute but we wanted more yeah we're like creative (laughs) (laughs) yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if they do get a dark mode i'm just saying we might switch that. <laughs> but, like, but until know. then Tell them. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um so with your podcast so for i kind of explain it for the people that don't know I don't want to explain it all, like, because I, I really do enjoy your podcast. Um, But for the people that don't know, kind of explain, like, what your podcast is and what it's about. Because you have, a lot, of, you have very, a lot of good info on it. Yeah, it's very much turning into, like, a research paper style thing where we're really yeah. trying to, like, get um, information backed by reliable sources sort of thing yeah because when we first started um it was it was very we were just in the wild like we didn't (laughs) like like we didn't know what to really do we had very we um, yeah we knew we wanted to talk about the beings and a little bit about the history but we didn't know how to really like connect the two Mm -hmm. and that's what we struggled with at the beginning and then I think it was after the the Windy Boys. Um, the Wendigo? Yeah, I just don't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like something definitely, the Wendigo episode is the first one that has a story with it. And that's when we really started to like, okay, we could like be more creative with this. Yeah. So our podcast is now, we're, we've gone through our like, what can we do? We're now trying to, polish it more and have better sources i'm just saying the same thing over again but, uh, yeah, better content better sources from like, more reliable too because when we're looking up the uh, the beings it's very very bare bones very bare bones i feel like i'm gonna say bare bones yeah. so I think it was, that's one of it is. Like, yeah it's it's hard to find information and correct information too also there's like two websites that's information yeah <laughs> so we're that's why we're definitely going to try to add more sources from reservations and, yeah. elders. and elders yeah and like if possible like we would and will go to um, to there in person mm-hmm. but financial and pandemic health limitations yeah, <laughs> yeah. So our podcast is really just research, stories, and some artwork. Oh, yeah. We didn't really explain what our... Yeah, no, <laughs> I like trying to get back to the question. <laughs> what our podcast is. 
so basically the structure of our podcast is um we introduce ourselves the people um so with that we talk about culture language history um with the language we try to give you a word of the episode mm-hmm. or phrase um and then we'll talk about the being any characteristics we can find um and then we'll talk about our story like then we yeah it, then mm-hmm. it's the story mm-hmm. yeah oh well and now we've started to do a call to action as well yeah. when we talk about the people Mm-hmm. Where do you uh? <laughs> where do where do you do your research? Like uh, is it just Google and like is or is there a specific like website yeah. you go to or? Um, Google. I read through a lot of books, mm. a lot of like articles, a lot of articles, and um, we've been trying to reach out to. Um, elders as well mm-hmm. but, yeah. that's mainly our, our sources it's okay. just the internet mm-hmm. yeah and that's why we're really trying to go back and you know, the, get it from the source instead of getting it from the internet yeah, yeah. with our newfound research skills yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, like, yeah, the first episode, 10 minutes, does not do it justice. No. So it's like, <laughs> we have to redeem our past, less skilled selves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first episode, what's that called? The, the Wachiga? Wachiga? Wachiga. Yeah. Wachiga. It's like an ancient, um, uh, pardon? The Wachiga? Wachiga? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm butchering it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a um, a cannibalistic um, spirit. Um, it's also been known to be an ancient ice being as well. Yeah, I just pulled up our little research document <laughs> that we had. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's an Asian ice cannibal of the Northern Athabascan mythology. Mm-hmm. Not sure if that's the correct terminology, but that's what's on the document right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could just tell you what we have on it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a person who has become possessed or overpowered by the spirit of a great animal and has been devolved into a giant bestial form. Some versions uh depicts the Wechige as an ancient ice giant, invulnerable to harm and only defeated by being melted from campfire. Whoa. Freaking ice giant. So even from that like little tiny blur that we just said, there's like so much more we can talk about in the episode that we can like explore by like uh, what more is in the northern Athabascan mythology? Uh, what are these great animals that they're talking about? And why only campfire? <laughs> this is hot. 
Is there different types of fire? I think campfire is just easier <laughs> because. What if you had like a flamethrower? Good questions. I feel like this can be explored in the yeah. story. <laughs> Do they find a flamethrower? Maybe. <laughs> but like, what if it's a what if? It's like, oh, you didn't kill it because it wasn't campfire. It was a flamethrower, and it's not the same thing. Like a classic horror movie ending. Yeah, it's like dun dun. Does not <laughs> oh my god yeah i just seen a video on tiktok where oh it wasn't like iceland it was somewhere i think i think the video said afghanistan or something but they're like digging this deep asshole and there's this, i don't know if this is real or not but this dude has a camera and he's like he's like listen closely and there's like these like screams like below like where they're about to start digging like even deeper and so i don't know if that's really not but it's like uh it does sound like giants or something like i don't know but i mean there's just so many so many things going on with like giants now and then like uh like hollow earth i think that's what it's called where the giants do live at that that part of the earth so and they're about to start coming out now so, I don't know. It's uh, it's getting interesting now. You know who does a good uh, thing for the Hollow Earth? That new Godzilla movie that just came out. Godzilla versus King Kong. Versus Kong, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler warning. You haven't seen it. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. They do talk about well, the hollow earth. Just one the entire happening. <laughs> no warning whatsoever. <laughs> well, if you haven't seen it yet, you're you're missing out. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it's been out since March, so. <laughs> yeah. With baby Hutch in it. Yeah, Jenner, uh, journey to the center of the earth. Yeah. That's another good one. Now we're just talking movies. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Journey to the Center of the Earth. I haven't seen that. You can spoil it for me it's if you want. Enough. I don't know. I haven't seen the first side. But... Yeah, it's got like Brandon Fraser in it. I don't know what that is. What? <laughs> <laughs> <Mommy>? Okay. <laughs> you know, George of the Jungle? What? But he's also from the. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the big, like, square headed guy. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With the hair? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <Snowman>. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> I don't know. Just talking about giants, giants in general, hollow earth and underground or whatever. <laughs> like, just seeing all these videos on TikTok about all this, like, well, like, there's so much stuff on TikTok now. Like, yeah. There's people you looking for um, skinwalkers and Wendigo. And... I mean, why look for them? Why? <laughs> why are you looking for them? I I don't understand that. And if you really want to, just go whistle at night. That's all you got to do. They'll find you. I don't think any of them know that. <laughs> Yeah, 
why the um, elders and stuff say don't whistle at night. It's because of um, stick Indians, Wendigos, uh, Skinwalkers, who else? Uh, tall Man or Walking Sam. All of those beings love it when you whistle at night. Oh my god, you know, it's like an interesting story. It's <laughs> like, I'm sure it's like a small town, maybe like a medium sized town. Yeah. But like, there's like hookers at night and stuff. <laughs> and they're like whistling. Hookers. Yeah. They're like, because they like whistle, right? Yeah. What if she's like whistling and they're like on the outskirts of town? There's like a wooded area and she's trying to get the attention of someone, but then she keeps hearing something on the side of her. Yeah. And every time she whistles, it gets closer. Because it's your inspiration <laughs> are our neighborhood. <laughs> And I was just thinking about it because you're talking about whistling and it's like a goblin on it. You're gonna have to send us this recording because <laughs> once we say things, immediately forgot about it. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, write that down. <laughs> Where's your book? <laughs> yeah, we have like very single processor brains. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the well, like we're told that too, not to whistle, not to knock, not to even look outside mm-hmm. in the dark, because it's like another possible dimension or something. Because all these beings come out at night, and I don't know, they could be looking at you, you don't even know it. Or, um, but uh, I don't know about, I don't know why. I was just told not to do that stuff. Nobody ever explained. Like they just said, don't do it, you know. And so, like that's. A lot of people fail each other because by lack of communication usually mm. never ends well yeah i think it's also you know if, if we don't talk about it if we don't acknowledge it then they won't disturb us whereas if we are talking about it and you know we're whistling too at night we're just drawing more attention to ourselves mm. i think maybe that's um their thought process for that mm-hmm. yeah because yeah, a lot of them if you like say their names or anything it like summons them basically yeah yeah so i don't really that's also why i want to go back and do the windy boys again mm-hmm. because i just realized they're really bringing back this whole like don't ask don't tell thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> um because when you say the wind you mm-hmm. go um, that also um, draws them to you. So that's why we want to go back and revisit that is mm-hmm. to fix our constant talking of them with their name. Because mm-hmm. you can like talk about them, just don't say their name. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, like it's like the whole universal name stuff power sort of thing. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to say, if you have like, if you want to have like a different word for it, you could be like, fast wins. <laughs> they do it could be like a universal fast word. wins it like to universe, travel. It's like, warning, don't go up that mountain. There's <laughs> fast winds up there. <laughs> or like, heavy wind. Probably just going to get to like, so far where it's like indecipherable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to start doing that. So I'll say windy. I'll say, I'll say windy and then like skin runner. Yeah. Um, what, what was the other one you talking about? The walking, 
Oh, um, uh, Tallman or Walking Sam? Yeah, what's that? Uh, so he is a dark entity, um, and around it, like suicide tends to be around him. Um, so the, um, a great, a sad example of this is the Pine Ridge Reservation, the one that we talk about in our episode. Um, they've been seeing a lot of um, suicide cults and yeah, just like big sort of suicides and the elders have been saying for years that it's him and no one believes them. Mm -hmm. yeah, he's just a, he can be described as a tall man with a ta top hat. Um, usually you'll see his victims swinging from his arms or um, he's very tall still and furry. Um, but the common thing for him is his bright glowing eyes, bright glowing red eyes. Yeah. And whistling. Yeah. And like his goal essentially is to eat or take your soul sort of thing. Yeah. So that's where the whole like suicide stuff comes into it. So that's how he like lures you. Yeah. He doesn't do it. You do it. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. He'll make you go crazy. And, um, make you like really depressed and sad and distance yourself from everyone and then it just gets to a point where you you know yeah he just has a unique way of feeding yeah mm -hmm. a good way to say that <laughs> it's kind of unique like poster whoa yeah so that's is a tall so the tall man's the same thing too or mm-hmm same same guy. Huh. Just okay. Have so have you have you both seen reservation dogs? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so is that Okay, That's, so Yeah. Okay. Well, like I didn't know what that was. Um I just thought it was like Bigfoot or something, but That's I thought too at first. But then the red yeah. glowing eyes is what you're talking about and I was like, okay, well, I don't know what this is and nobody really knew what it was and and then the mm -hmm. kid committed suicide. So, and everybody was asking, like, was that his spirit that came back with the red eyes and all that? So everybody was kind of, you know, wondering what that was. And when you talked about that story, I was like connecting those dots. So I was like, okay, well, I guess that was the tall man or the walking Sam, I guess. Sam. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Historical natives connecting dots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I also got really excited watching Res Dogs too because um, before we went on our little hiatus, we were going to do the Deer Woman for our next episode, and we I had like drawn her up and everything, um, mm -hmm. but then we decided that we wanted to go back and revamp, and then the first episode of Res Dogs, she just gets a name drop in yeah. there and then like i don't want to spoil it <laughs> but it's really good <laughs> just the, uh, i just love how they talk about 
just the beings um, as just physical as well, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got really excited. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sounds like a good show and everyone should watch it. It is. (laughs) You haven't seen it yet? No, I'm not seeing it. I showed them the first episode and then because we're watching it on Disney Plus they only Mm. have it um, they're doing it like weekly like why? Mm. yeah (laughs) why? (laughs) I know right is it like addiction prevention or something? (laughs) maybe so you don't binge it all in one night (laughs) so you like process it and talk about it and maybe like it'll get more advertisement I don't know maybe yeah. Yeah, they talk about um uh I'll just say it. Little people on there and mm-hmm. that was in that one episode. But they don't like dive into it, they just mention it like they did the deer woman and mm-hmm. but we don't actually see any of that. It's just like little this is sculptures or something. But uh, yeah, and we were well the one thing that I don't know what I I still haven't solved it yet. Do you remember the first episode where it's the end credits and the cop big, he's in that field, right? And he's with the chopped off heads of catfish and there's shoes laying around too. And so that next episode, he talks about it and he says, I seen this and I was looking at this and it looks like Bigfoot activity, Bigfoot activity. That's all he says, and then then he says, "Oh, I locked my keys in the car too, so I couldn't like get in my car." And they never like say what that whole scene is about. Like, unless I missed it, I have no idea. But I'm still like trying to figure out like what the hell that was like. And I, I never knew Bigfoot to do anything like that, you know. So I I don't know. Maybe you knew. I didn't. I don't know. No. Um. I thought maybe like the same thing because of the fish, because um, that's one of the main things that they eat Mm -hmm. are uh, fish and berries and stuff. However, they tend to just stay more in their forests. So it would be odd for one to just come stroll, take a stroll through their town. I think another problem is there's so many beings. Yeah. Native American area that like it could almost be anything. There's it's just so many things in like could. Oklahoma, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like and there's so like so many, many yeah, there's so many beings that like yeah. mimic have like mimicking abilities to try to trick people. So it's like could be anything. We should make a roadmap sometime. <laughs> <laughs> we we talked about that a few months ago. The historical natives of American <laughs> cryptology. Yeah. <Ooh>. <laughs> yes. I would buy that. Yeah, the idea is born here, so no one should steal that. <laughs> yeah, no one steal that. It's documented right now. <laughs> we have time stats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, um... Well, yeah, there is so many, so many like beings and everything out there. I only like I live here in Oklahoma, and so each other too. Do what? 
I said a lot of them are quite similar to each other too. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, just slightly different. Yeah, yeah. Like what were you gonna say? Oh well, like so. I live here in Oklahoma, and the only things I know of are Bigfoot, LPs. Uh, we have these things called jack o' lanterns. When I was growing up, those were like these orbs or like these bright red or bright orange orbs that mainly little kids or like maybe somebody that was lost I think I can't really remember the story but if you were somewhere and you seen these things like they would lead you off like and get you lost to where you can't like ever find your way home or whatever you know Oh, and this is what I just I love about about cryptozoology too, because you know who has something very similar to that is the um, Celtic people in like Scotland. Uh, I believe they're called wisps, hmm. um, and they are also don't know too too much about them, but I believe they are same sort of glow circle things that lead you off the path and into the woods so yeah yeah something that's just another area that we want to explore is the similarities across cultures not something that we want to go like too into because we have a lot on our hands like we definitely want to uh investigate the similarities between beings from different areas of the world Mm -hmm. But our current problem right now is we're still trying to find a way to organize everything in a way that it makes sense and is good. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know what other things are out there, like because I only know like our stuff. But I remember watching the show when I was a kid. It was called a uh, Beyond Bizarre. Have y'all have you both have ever heard of that show? No. So it was like this. The name was- show and i remember they'd always show like paranormal paranormal stuff or like cryptids or and i remember this one episode i was just a little kid and they had a chupacabra on there and it was uh oh my god what was it i think it was like in brazil or something but they were like out in the middle of nowhere and all these people were gathered and they were saying there's this giant bat-like creature with uh what they say like it looked like an experiment pretty much but it had bat wings and it was like uh i think it had like alligator skin and it had a teeth like um like a shark i think but it had two fangs like a vampire and this and it had like glowing red eyes all these people like freaking out I remember watching that when I was a kid and I was just like so freaked out because I was like, oh my God, it's going to come here. And, and it was like showing these goats, like with the, with the uh, two bite marks in its necks. And there are like all these like goats, like just laying around like dead like that. And that was so freaky. And I remember that like when I was a kid and I was just like scared beyond like whatever, but I, I was so glued to the TV. Like I always watched that show, but oh my God, like it scared me so much when I was a kid. And that's when I first got a little taste of like outside cryptids or whatever from what I was used to growing up because 
my uncles and aunts would come over and just tell all these scary stories about all these Native American stuff, and that would freak me out too. But that TV show was like, there's more out there than just like what we know about. Yeah, you know another sort of thing like yours of similarities of another culture's cryptid. Um, we recently watched this movie called Hole in the Ground. <laughs> yeah. And um, it had Changelings. Changelings in it, which is similar to Skinwalkers. Kind of, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. You, you can go into more detail. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, well, um, Changelings are also from uh, Celtic and Irish, I believe. Um, and I believe they're associated with the Fae. And what would happen is children would be switched with Fae children, changelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the mothers would know that like things were different about their child, but they couldn't really pinpoint why. Um, and it was because their child was taken and replaced with a changeling. And they can mimic um, everything about your child. Like it it looks like your child. Um, But the movie um, kind of changes that and makes them like very similar to skinwalkers in the sense that they can take your form and your voice and mimic you. Whereas in the movie, they did all that, but could like actually look like you and talk like you and um, skinwalkers are a little bit different because mm-hmm. you can, you can tell if you look closely at them that something is, is wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that called? Hole in the ground? Yeah. It's a really good movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun little mind twist at the end it's so the ending is so good just like when you think about it yeah it was really good in my opinion and i already knew what it was about (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i was telling our mother um about the hole in the ground because we went on a little road trip yesterday and then she was telling me that like she was like, yeah, you know, you would, a lot of times you would just like disappear throughout the day and then come back all happy. And then that also reminded me of like one of my cousins where she was always afraid of mirrors because apparently something on the other side of a mirror attacked her. <laughs> and it was oh. like this grayish figure that came in and tried to get her. And now she just never likes mirrors. <laughs> so if you watch the movie, this is oh. to make more sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're saying like don't mess with mirrors too like um well on tiktok again like this is where i get all my stuff so that have you seen that app or app or a filter or whatever that yeah it moves your face for you or it grins for you or something oh no it's the eyes so the eyes like it moves your eyes or something so people use it on pictures of their dead family members or friends or whatever but people started doing it in mirrors and they started 
putting a camera on the mirror when they're not even actually moving. The the eyes in the fucking mirror are moving. And so it freaks them out. And people are like on the comment section, like, don't do that because that's another like dimension or that's another world or something like and but it always seems to be the eyes look directly in the camera and then they look at the person like they're plotting something like it's so fucking weird (laughs) yeah it it just goes back to that thing don't don't mess with things you don't know (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) Do, do your research before you start playing with mirrors or playing with spirits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but no, nobody wants to. They wanna, they wanna just do it. There's that. Well, there's another video too where it's a, uh, it's this dude on there, and I guess it's a seance or something. Oh my! It's like oh, it's a seven deadly sin seance, I guess. And so he's doing it in his apartment at like i think it's 3 a.m he's actually doing it and there i don't know if this is real or not it might be fake but it looks pretty legit he's in there he's he was on live stream and he's doing it and there's like a a light that's coming in from the outside and like behind him it's there's a shadow behind him it's his shadow and then like another shadow is moving behind him and it looks like it's all hunched up like a little hunched up person that's moving around behind him and somebody on the live stream says who is that like is that somebody you know and he looks and it's gone and he's like yeah y'all y'all playing around or whatever and then like there's like all this noise coming from i think his kitchen or his bedroom and he gets he gets out of that little satanic circle and he looks down the hallway and then everything's dark like pitch black just candles are lit and you can see like a little bit of light from the moon i'm guessing and this like shadow or figure just kind of keeps poking its whole like its head first then it goes back in and then it's it's like whole body and it's like walking out and it's like hunchbacked over like in the freaking uh shadow that was being shown earlier and it starts like walking towards him. He's like screaming around and his dog's going crazy. And he's like, I don't want to do this no more. How do you stop this? And just like freaking out. And then I think somebody said in the chat, like, you have to go through the entire thing and then ask it to leave. Yeah. And so this thing like moves to his kitchen and it's moving around and it's just this hunched over shadow thing. I don't know, but it looks yeah. pretty legit. I don't know. I don't know if it's fake or not. Say, like, once you're in your circle, don't leave it. Because that's the circle's main goal is to keep you safe mm. in that circle. So the fact that he just left just shows that like no no research or thought. Yeah, went this into is this. definitely a case of like <laughs> negligence to go all the way. Because like <laughs> I was just thinking about, as you were talking about your story, I was like, it looked like something entirely different. But I was thinking about, in a lot of, like, horror media and stuff, animals typically are the ones who just die. 
So if you're like, if you have an animal, like you shouldn't be messing around with this type of stuff. Because like this animal doesn't know what's going on. Just all of a sudden something shows up. Yeah. And it's suddenly in danger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're always the first ones to go. Because they're the ones who alert the, the humans that something's not right. Mm-hmm. I agree. So animal yeah. rights is what I'm saying. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I've noticed that like on a lot of like haunted TikTok, um, they always seem to call out to the energy and engage with it and feed it the fear. And then when stuff starts to happen, they get all scared and just feed it more energy and it's like this is what you but this is what you asked for mm-hmm. you know and now that you're getting that all you're doing is just feeding it and if you want it to go away just say go away and clean your house <laughs> with some um incense or something wow. or we if you're also sell yeah <laughs> Or if you're indigenous, you can use white sage. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. I have to go sage too as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's always like a. Uh, that's always funny how yeah they want it like they want this stuff to happen they want these uh I guess for the views or whatever, and once it really starts happening, yeah. they freak out. And I was told that too, like, just stand up to it, you know, don't be afraid of it because yeah, you give it energy when you're afraid of it. And then you just keep not wanting to be a part of it or something. But like, I was told like, you know, stand your ground and just say, leave, you know, get out of my house or whatever, you know? And then, yeah, like smudge too after that. But that's what I was told too. What else are you supposed to do though? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because like, <laughs> a, a lot of the times, too, they don't realize that um, these entities are can just latch to you. So even if you get all scared and decide to move, chances are that thing's coming with you. Yep. Because you've invited it into your space and into your life. So now you have to deal with the consequences of that. Yeah. It's definitely like a case of lack of understanding because you were saying how they're people are usually all like confident at first, but like the instant that they realize that this thing that they brought is stronger than them. Mm-hmm. Like they don't realize I feel like there's definitely a case of a sort of superiority complex in just general people. Well that and they they a lot of the times I think that they don't really believe it either right they're just trying to see if it's real and then the second it does get real they're like oh this is a no-no yeah it's like when you realize you suddenly let in a predator yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then it's like suddenly you realize your prey yeah yeah and then get scared mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my I God. feel like the being on the other side of that, that's something that must be really gratifying for them, is the <laughs> switch between predator to prey. Mm-hmm. 
Just some thoughts. <laughs> Ugh, and they're tricky too. Ugh, it sucks. So that's probably going back. I was just like interrupting. <laughs> yeah. But going back to what I'm saying, that's probably why a lot of these beings do what they do. Because they just love uh, tricking people, I guess. Yeah, because most of the time they go after uh, vulnerable and grieving people uh, because they like to make you think that it's your loved one coming back. So then you reach out to, you know, mediums and you reach out to the unknown thinking that it's your loved one because you're grieving them, right? And you want to still hold on to that piece of them. But in the end, it's just this tricky little person who's just wanting to come in and really mess you up. Yeah, and it's like probably as a being that is like, truly in its nature yeah evil, that's probably really gratifying mm -hmm. yeah they 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 love it when they can trick you and when they can feed off of your fear also i feel like especially in like media and whatnot when it shows like just a lot of times it's just like young people being stupid and just like having a laugh about it i feel like they would definitely it would make sense that they definitely go much harder with those people because they definitely underestimated what they're finding. Well, yeah, I mean, like, speaking from, ex like, you know, experience, my friends and I, when we were little, uh, we were, you know, uh, this was when I was living in Shemanis, Um We, you know, I invited them over. We made it our own makeshift Ouija board and we played with it in my house. Yeah we didn't close it properly and soon after things started to happen and this entity was in our house i don't know why we haven't made a story about this it's just like and what's scary about ugh, him is um like we had um, my mom's boyfriend come over and um, he was very spiritual at, with like um, his uh, indigenous culture. And he told it to like, get out. You're not welcome here. This is not your home, leave. And then he smudged and it just angered it. Yeah. And then, so we eventually called in my mom's um, best friend um Adele and her family is also very you know connected with their culture and they came over and did like a big like ceremony in our house and went through with like um cedar brushed everything down brushed us off um and it seemed like everything calmed down but I don't think that it actually ever left me because whenever, so after a time, after like they like cleaned everything, um, things in the house kind of calmed down. Uh, and then eventually we moved to Nanaimo and everything seemed fine. And 
back to normal and stuff. And then one morning, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, when people like say that they like cleanse out, everything's fine and they move. Yeah. I think it's definitely that sudden burst of energy from the people having to move from one location to another that definitely gives it back its power. Yeah. Like, is it like just a boost or get, get back to what it's trying to do? Yeah. Because we thought that, it, you know, things were returning to normal and stuff. And one morning we come out and, um, to you know eat breakfast and stuff and wake up and um all the cupboards in our kitchen had been opened and all the drawers had been pulled out and my mom looked at me and was like why'd you do this why'd you do this definitely need a mom card during this and i was like <laughs> i didn't do this i just woke up i'm just as confused as you are it's just like okay so let's clean this house <laughs> because clearly something followed us oh man yeah whoa you know bring that that like smudging thing i feel like there must be definitely like some sort of hierarchy of beings that no one really talks about because i feel like some things are good for certain levels of beings but other things will just not work at all well, yeah, when you, like, um, look into demonology and stuff, there are hundreds of them. And just, just like our, you know, beings and stuff, they're just slightly different. So there's just thousands of them. Mm-hmm. So you, you're probably right. You know, the whole, like, the names of power thing probably makes it very hard for people to navigate this hierarchy Mm -hmm. and so just all the lack of information ensures that we don't know how to effectively deal with whatever comes our way yeah just makes it easier for them yeah it's a double-edged sword for them Mm -hmm. whoa how old were you when you did that um well you said did you say you made a ouija board yeah. You and your friend? How, how did you make it? Um, just no one tried like, this. Um, back of a cereal like thing. We just like cardboard, paper, and then. Wow, wood just... that has gone through torture to become. <laughs> yeah. And then we just drew on like all the letters the yes, the no, the goodbye, added our own little designs, made our own little like. Um, like Pinterest, like yeah, like, like we put a lot of work into it, and that's probably why it worked. <laughs> I mean, it's probably not hard to make something work, considering it just takes a name, yeah, to summon it. That energy. Yeah, they made it really easy for them to get you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then because it was at my house, that's why. I was the one who was affected by it, not my friends. Mm, yeah. How old were you both? Oh, I think I was 12. Wow. By the way, I wasn't living with her, so I was completely fine. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think it probably also stayed with you because at that time of your life, like, you were also just a lot of transitions were happening. Yeah. It was very turbulent emotions and stuff. 
and I was very vulnerable mm-hmm. in that state too. So perfect prey for them. Mm-hmm. What made you both want to do that? Um, like what made um, me and my friends want to do a Ouija board? Yeah. Um, yeah we no we watched i think we watched a scary movie and we're like let's give that a go and then we just made it and then um we freaked each other out with it and we're like you're the one pushing it no you are and then they're like well i'm done with this this is boring you guys are just playing tricks on me so then we didn't like close it properly and yeah you know, it's the fact that this is not even an isolated incident and it happens everywhere yeah everywhere because even in my school i remember i had a group of girls who also made their own ouija port and did a whole thing in their attic i don't know why it's always a group of girls doing things like <laughs> definitely some sort of investigation needs to be done <laughs> in the uh, psychology anyways <laughs> But they also did that, and they were like, yeah, it was super freaky, and it was like, stuff started happening, and we're like, okay, you do you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring that stuff to school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't bring that did stuff to school. anything like that? No, well, <clears throat> man, I don't know. I was just always told not to mess with those, like never. But I can't even remember how I even found out about those. I think they used to have commercials on, like, they, they yeah, sell them at- yeah, they sell them. And I remember, <laughs> I can't remember, but I think that's where I first seen it was in a commercial. And then yeah. I don't even know what it said. Honestly, I'll probably look up a, a commercial, a Ouija board commercial after this. To see like how they marketed it, and yeah, it's such a oh. weird thing to market. Yeah, invite also... to fun for the whole family. <laughs> fun for the whole family. <laughs> just six and a half. Treating the demons young, you know. <laughs> Start possession at a young age. <laughs> why are the board like? Why is it with the board games? <laughs> You know, they have capitalism, the board game. Why not? Demon <laughs> possession, the board game. <laughs> All the spirits. Have fun with family. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back your loved one and their friend. Ask a question. Oh, I need to legit watch a commercial. And... Yeah, they still sell them too. I seen one. I think we were at Walmart and I seen one. Oh no, uh, it was Spencer's in the mall. They had one, and I was like, "Damn, they still sell these." But I mean, I guess. How many you, know. you guys? I've never seen a Ouija board. Really? <laughs> like never encountered one. They've never popped up in my life. Wow. It's probably like it's fine. So fine in my life. <laughs> <laughs> no demon problems whatsoever. <laughs> I've never even seen a commercial for it. <laughs> Just been sheltered from Ouija boards. Oh my god. Damn, that was a hell of experience. What about you, Joseph? You got any 
scary experiences? Um, I guess I was just like a smarter child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I like I never had any interest to like mess with anything that I didn't really understand. I kind of mm. just liked doing cross country and hanging out with my friends, <laughs> going to the local diner for some pie shops, very Riverdale stuff without all the drama. <laughs> yeah. <no>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? One thing though to bring all, everything I just said back down. Um, <laughs> our mother always, she always brings up stuff that will just come into our lives. <laughs> um, I remember this one day, um, out of the blue, she messaged all of her children being like, beware of the black spirit. Just um, really just sharing the name around. <laughs> yeah. uh, like at first I was with my friends we were just like in the field like breaking open bottles of glass we didn't have a bottle opener not alcohol it was just like the old coke bottles they had we got them because they were super cute but we didn't have a bottle opener so we had to like hit them against the goalie post mine exploded anyways we were like <laughs> we're talking about the black spirit and then we're like oh that could be it and then like our mom was like, rub like oil and stuff on walls and things. And I was living with my dad at the time. And I was like, I don't really want to mess up our walls. Like I just painted this thing. So I like, didn't do any of that. But then like in my dreams, I swear I had like a series of dreams where there was just this like dark spirit entity that would try to attack me. But like, I was fine. I was just like, please don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Same. Like no means no. Yeah, he, he visited me too. Did the rounds on the family. <laughs> oh. Yeah, mom was uh, really shook by her dream by him. And basically, um, she was dreaming that she was sleeping in her room at the time. And this like dark shadow thing just was holding her down and was trying to get in her and she's like no 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 I'm not letting you in me no no go away and then he's like <laughs> well if I can't have you I'm gonna go after your children you know probably definitely like doing the rounds on the family to find the best way in but I guess we held up kind of okay except Mackenzie yeah She's a mess sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, after she said that, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. So I did the. Already dealing <laughs> with the Ouija board demon. <laughs> like, just yeah. added to the docket. I was like, I'm already dealing with Drawled here. I don't need <laughs> to <laughs> do what's this shadow thing. And then, shadow thing decided to visit me. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yeah, you know, that's pretty much it for me. I've been pretty fine. Damn. <laughs> Whoa. So what it, so is that uh would you say the black spirit? Is that what that is? We don't we don't know what he it's is. The black shadow um, figure man. Yeah, like just very tall and just dark. Oh, um, it was walking sound. Oof. Yeah. 
Uh, for me, in my dream, I was in an attic and I was with like these other people and one by one, they kind of just disappeared. And I was like, okay, well, this is not, this like, what the hell's going on? And then I like looked to where I guess the opening for the stairs was. And then um, all I see is like this tall, dark figure. And then as he's walking closer to me, uh, the rest of the attic just gets enveloped in like this thick darkness. And it just like follows him and he's coming closer and closer to me. And then I like woke up. Okay, I'm like, hey, someone, you just have a plethora of stories that we can exploit. So you're just not sharing them. <laughs> yeah. And then um, cut to about a few years after, I think, yeah, about a year or a year and a half after I had just moved to Alberta for a bit and I was living on my own. It's my first time living on my own too. And you chose Alberta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my apartment already had like some weird vibes to it. And so, you know, I, I cleaned and, you know, um then this one night I'm I'm in my bed and I'm sleeping and I remember being like in my apartment but if you looked out the windows it was just black and there was just like nothing there and at the time I didn't have my cat with me but my cat was in the dream I was like oh Olivia nice to see you thank you and then I like looked around the room and my like curtains had been like viciously like ripped off and just everything in this apartment seemed off and weird. And so I like picked her up and we just start walking around. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is not my home. I'm not, I must be dreaming. And then, so I like decide to go back to my bed and I see something on the corner of my eye and it's just hanging in the corner just watching me and so I like lay down and I like told Olivia and the cat to just run I said just go I'll deal with this and then so I like look at him and this is the first time I've ever seen his face and it was just green and like his eyes just looked really dead and gross and um he like leached at me like that like he just jumped towards me and landed on top and started like trying to get in and so I was like trying to find anything to like get him off me I um at the time kept uh, a bible my mom gave me close by and so I like saw it grabbed it rolled it up and just started beating him with this bible and told him to get the f out of here and leave me the f alone and then i woke up had you noticed anything before that the dream no it like like what do you mean well just anything happening no so it was probably like a preemptive strike then yeah he just maybe it was like didn't really know what he was doing. He's like first time on the job. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like it was. Okay. It, yeah. So, like, when I first spoke up, didn't see him there. Um, just saw Olivia. And then I started to, like, get a feel for my surroundings. And I noticed that it was just really dark and it felt cold and didn't feel like my home. It felt like someone was trying to make me think that I was in my apartment, but I wasn't. And then um, when I when I went to go lay back down, that's when I saw him and I was like, okay, I'm gonna probably have to fight this guy off or fight him. I don't know what to expect. And then, so as soon as I said like, Olivia, just go, um, yeah, he just full on attacked me and was trying to get inside my mouth and like trying to, you know, have you ever seen The Conjuring? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when the mom is upstairs sleeping and the witch lady comes and yeah. just, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it was trying to do to me. But I managed to grab the Bible and smack him before he could do that. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. And then I just, I, he was shocked that I managed to free myself. Cause I was like, no, no, no. And I just remember myself like wiggling and wiggling. And I just focused on just moving just my arm at least to just reach for something. And then, yeah, it just happened to be a, a, the Bible that I kept under my pillow and quickly managed to roll it up with like one hand and just smacked him and he was so shocked and was like oh what and then I got up and just smacked him again and got him yeah off me and stuff and away from me whoa that's crazy how you could um you're controlling yourself in your dream Mm. that's the first time that I've ever had control in my dream, too. Whoa. Yeah. I've never been able to do that. I think about it a lot. But I usually just run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My dreams are like, when it's something scary, it usually takes place in either a dark room, like, pitch black can't see anything or it's a giant house but the house is um a long hallway and it's just this long hallway with different rooms like a kitchen bathroom front room and that's it like that's all i can see and it's usually like I haven't had a scary dream in a long time, actually. The last one I, like, remember that's, like, that was legit, like, freaked me out. This was, like, damn, 2012, maybe, when I was going through some stuff. Um, I I really didn't know, like, what to do with my life or anything. So I was just kind of, like, looking for any kind of enlightenment, I guess. And I was praying a lot i didn't really know like what that meant i guess i just heard people say it and kind of find your way so maybe i was dabbling stuff like i didn't know like what because i didn't know anything about anything i was just 
you know, tired of where I was at and I didn't really know how to deal with it. And so anyways, I had this dream where I remember it where I walked into this bedroom and there's this bed and there were all these people like around this bed, but they were dressed as like a, uh, like they all had tuxedos on, but they were like old, like it was like an old setting and they were all lined up around this bed and there was this lady in the bed and she was like tied, like they had her tied up like from her wrist to her feet and she was like just laying there as soon as I walked in that door like everybody including that lady like looked at me like those all those men turned their heads and looked at me it was all men and they all looked at me and I like I stopped in the doorway and I was like what the hell I kept walking in and then when I walked in though and I got closer to them those all those men looked at that lady and that lady put her head down and we we're just standing there, and there was like a radio that was near her bed, and there was like screaming, like, like torture, I guess. And I was like, "What's going on?" And some dudes out of nowhere came in the room, and he said, "Uh, like, you ever seen this before?" And I was like, "What is this?" And he said, "Just pay attention." And then he like disappeared, and I was like, "Okay." And then I was like, "Well, do I help this lady?" Like. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And some dude came in, like tall guy with a tuxedo, and he had a book in his hand. I'm assuming he was the Bible. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. I didn't really know. And he started like shouting, but I didn't know what he was saying. Like it was just he was speaking another language. And then he's like, then those men started like moaning and groaning around that bed, and then that girl that was tied up, like she started freaking out, like trying to yank herself. Oh, like free from those ropes and she was like shaking that bed and I mean it was it was seemed so real like it was a vivid dream and she was screaming and then those torture screams from that radio or whatever it was a recording or something it was her and it got louder and louder and louder and like it was like shrieking it was like piercing my ears and I was like what the fuck you know and then I don't know what those men were saying. I have no idea. I don't know if they were praying or if they were, I don't know what they were doing. I have no idea. And anyways, like she broke free from those ropes and her arms and her legs like grew like a spider. Like she grew into this spider and her body like kind of got, it, it became like longer to like a spider, I guess. And her head like snapped back like backwards and it was like i watched this whole thing happen and then as this was happening like her legs like they became like sharp points so she started stabbing those men and killing these men and i was like what the fuck so i like ran off and she was like screaming and crying and like just shouting and, like you could hear those men like just getting killed so i ran off and it was just a hallway and then i ran into the bathroom and man, you could just hear this like, doosh, doosh, doosh. like it was her, like this giant spider, like just like coming towards me. And I ran to the bathroom and I laid in the tub and I just like, I like closed that curtain and I was like, oh my God. And I just like laid there and then I could hear her coming closer and closer. And then she walked past me and she started like walking away and I was like, okay, I guess I'm good. 
nope all of a sudden like she just pops up out of nowhere like her body like her twisted neck like gets in my face and it scares the shit out of me and she's looking right at me and she said uh remember me hideon and i woke up and i was like what the fuck was that like she's like said this name hideon and i woke up and i was i wrote that name down i knew how to spell it for some reason it's not the way you think it sounds it's another it's another way and i started doing research on it and i couldn't find anything on it and i started asking like friends about it and this one guy he's like really like christian and catholic like he knows all this stuff so i asked him i was like hey man i was like have you ever heard this name hideon before and he goes how do you know that name and i was like i just came to me and he goes that's a demon and i was like what and he was like yeah that's a demon he's like that's a that was like way back in the day though like this demon was like he used to like take lives and stuff and he was like how do you know that name and i was like i was like all right man so i told him the story He's like, yeah, you should probably like change what you're doing or try to seek help or something. I was like, what? What do I do? I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm just like a 23 year old kid. Like, <laughs> I don't know how this like found me. I was like, this is so weird. Like, I've never heard that name before. I've never heard it. I've never thought of it. He was like, I don't know, man. He goes, I guess we'll just have to figure it out. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, <laughs> and so I. I told some people we smudged, we prayed about it, and um, they said just don't be afraid of it. You know, don't if you have like more dreams, maybe try to control yourself. Like I don't know, I don't know what that meant. I was like, okay, but I never had a dream about it ever again. Like it scared me enough. Like I was freaked out. Like when I woke up, I was like, damn, like that was such a vivid dream. Like it seemed so real, and I could hear like all these screams and just this like loud spider thing walking like it was so real and weird and but they just said like don't think about it try not to think about it you know forget that name if you can and never forgot that name like i've never forgot that name but that was like the last scary dream i've ever had you know this sounds like the beginning of like a possession type thing and like not to freak out or anything, but, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> but all the people like help you get better and stuff. You know what I think? It's probably waiting. <laughs> Damn, waiting for a trip up. Yeah, mm-hmm. is this what they? Because <laughs> like if it's a demon, that's all the time in the world. Our human life is probably a second. It's time just like, is. We're just like you're gonna die. <laughs> 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 but it definitely sounds like one it probably is like I it's think... probably her go-to of like how to first possess people it's like feel sympathy for me investigate oh, me learn yeah. more about me also mm. the fact that like if i was in your position i probably would have untied her mm-hmm. without, i probably would have sped it up without realizing what she is because mm. they like to plan our empathy a lot of the times too yeah crazy (laughs) (laughs) also i was just thinking about this like tips to like um 
recognize when you're dreaming and stuff. I guess if you really like, really want to recognize if you're dreaming, like that's a really big goal you want to do. I guess what you could do is just always question if you're dreaming. Mm-hmm. Like just be like, at some point of the day, just be like, "Am I dreaming right now?" Because yeah. like if you get in the habit of just questioning it, eventually, in your dreams, you'll be like, "Am I dreaming right now?" Yeah. So recently, um, like the past year, I've been starting to like tap myself or just like my hands just throughout the day just to help like ground myself to this reality to this plane and I a few nights ago had a crazy dream um I'd been in this place before I knew that like something bad was gonna happen and I was just kind of done and I didn't want to do this dream anymore and I was starting to freak out because I was realizing I was dreaming and I was like no no I'm not supposed to be here and then I felt stuck because I was like I know I'm not supposed to be here but I can't get back to my body and then like this like motherly figure showed up and she's just like breathe and remember to go outside (laughs) and I was like what (laughs) and then so like what also told me that I wasn't in that I was in a dream was I went like this and I was oh, like so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it felt like air like I wasn't touching my hand and I was like no see I'm not here this is this is not real and then so she took me away from the group that we were with and was mm-hmm. like okay like keep your voice down and just breathe and remember to go outside and I was like okay and then so I just started to visualize my my room and I started hearing because at the time they're doing like work on our one of them yeah literally (laughs) they're doing construction work outside so I started to try and pick up on those noises and then eventually I heard them working and then I could feel like my bed sheets. And when I man- finally managed to get myself out of this dream, it felt like I literally pulled myself out. Like I had to really pull myself from wherever the hell I was to get back to my body. Hold on. Okay, one, your hands are creepishly small. Like they're like rat hands. Like it's freaking me out. Like, <laughs> I haven't taken any edibles or anything, but I was like, they're like creepy small. Okay, I just, I just have baby hands. Like when you were like touching it, I was like, wow, that looks like a child's hand. <laughs> like yeah. any like child's gloves or something? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I have to use children gloves. That's <laughs> so creepy. Anyways, two. I thought that it's like growth you know you're like starting to finally like recognize it because I remember before when you were telling me you were like yeah you know usually I just go through the sequence of it but now like you're starting to like recognize it which is really nice mm-hmm. and three just have like so much pent up <laughs> but like yeah like I have a lot of the same dreams so I just usually recognize when I'm dreaming and then like if I don't want to be dreaming I'll just be like let's not be here which reminds me of when you said that because I was like yeah no I do think exact same thing <laughs> like because a lot of times my brain is like really uncreative and it just recycles dreams. And I'm like, uh, when it gets like too scared, like sometimes I'll just stand because I like sleeping. But like, um, <laughs> if it gets too intense, like I'll just be like, 
yeah, no, I'm done. I'll just close my eyes and wake up. But yeah, sometimes it doesn't always work. Like sometimes you'll be like, I want to wake up now. And it's like, I'm still here. <laughs> and then like, that's when it really starts to pounding. It's like, okay, how am I going to get out of here? And a lot of times I just do it like concentrate even harder and I'll just wake up. Mm-hmm. And that's what helped. Yeah. I was trying to feel. And that's something that um, if you start like meditating um, too, uh, that's one of the things that they get you to practice is just closing your eyes and feeling your space so like what sounds can you hear what like textures are you sitting on you know like can you visualize your space without looking at it yeah like build that mental slash inner strength (laughs) yeah then that helps get you out of those sticky situations Oh my god, you guys want to know a creepy story? Like a creepy dream story? Mm-hmm. Um, back when I like had new dreams and I like I didn't recycle them, there's this one really creepy dream. I only had it once, but um, maybe it was another thing like I went into a different demon thing. <laughs> this was my like little adventure into the demon realm. But um, I remember I was living in the middle of nowhere, Isuk, and um. And my, my room had like three windows in it. I had like two windows on one side and then there was a window above my bed, which is like, why? I hate that. It was like this tiny little window and like behind it, there was a rock. I always felt like something would look at me through it, but it wasn't like that. But <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So in my dream, I woke up and my room turned into like a cabin vibe. Like the walls were no longer stucco, but they were like- Wood? Wood, yeah, like wood. Um, trunks type of thing that kind of cabin and it was like pitch black outside my room was just lit by candles you know what I wonder if that was like the old house anyways story idea (laughs) uh I saw something outside circling my room trying to get in and I like couldn't leave my room like my door was locked my door doesn't have a lock on it super creepy I mean it was a new door I mean it's just feeding more into that old house vibe yeah I um eventually it got into the room and it stabbed me in the bag maybe i was like dealing with some weird friendship problems at the time just like high school mm. but i got stabbed in the back irl in a dream yeah in real dreams i don't know <laughs> and i woke up immediately after being stabbed in the back and like my back muscles were just spasming and i like i like lifted up like this because they were like spasming really hard Whoa. and i had to like get on my side i like it back that was the only time I really felt something in a dream. <laughs> That's crazy. After that, I'm like, if it gets too intense, I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the energy in the morning to be dealing with that sort of stuff. <laughs> That's dreams. We should make a story about that in an episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure we've got some sort of um, beings in our indigenous cultures. And we have so much experience. We could just like Frankenstein them together to make something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have like a couple dreams where I get stabbed. I think that's how I think that's how I go. It's always the same side and it's somebody like legit like one time it was a piece of glass one time it was a knife 
and then the other it was a third time and that was a I can't remember what that was. It was like a piece of wood or something, like a sharp piece of wood. And they just Where's stabbed the me. Spot that the thing? It's like right right here on my left side, like yeah. on my stomach right here. Yeah. It's always right there. If it keeps happening, it's probably the same thing trying to find a way to get into your Achilles heel God. sort of thing. You, I was just <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Just the fact that like it's a stabbing thing that's happening to you. And when you were explaining your dream with that demon thingy, mm. um, how she was slicing and dicing, mm. it definitely feels connected. Maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's the same demon. <laughs> Damn, but might without, be. Like I said, face. like maybe it's still trying to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't had something like that in a while. Like I've had those after that dream though. It was Ooh. like, yeah, it was like, it's only been three times, but actually, yeah, it's been like, I had that the year after that, and then the year after that one, and then well, I haven't <laughs> had it in a long time, like, yeah. Like, you just keep telling us stuff. It's making sense now, yeah. Go all in. I guess you could just make like a, a white sage necklace. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be super cute. Like a what is like those lighters they use lighter fluid for? <laughs> Butane. <laughs> they have a specific name, and they're like a popular lighter brand. Bic? Is that what it is? Are you sure? Bic? <laughs> yeah. That, it's like they come in like a metal casing and it's oh. like an iconic casing style. Okay, no, no. Not and you feel like you fill it with like wool or something and then it has like, yeah. they'll use the lighter fluid and put it in the wall. I don't know. I, just, I don't watch a lot of YouTube videos. But like, what if you like, what if you had something like that, but instead of the wool, it was like with sage? And so if you ever like in a yeah. pickle, you're just like, light it up. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. So we just started playing a new game called Phasmophobia. That's what that just reminded me of. That they should make something like that. Because they've got like this um, is driving me crazy. What is the slider around? They they have like uh this white uh they've got sage in the game. So like mm. if you run into a being or um they really, need you really to, wanted to use it on a banshee or something like that. They really need to console like indigenous people with this game. They really do, because <laughs> they shouldn't be using Sage. <laughs> Zippo. By the way, that's oh, Zippo. It's a Zippo <laughs> But yeah, and, and like the Sage only lasts for like six seconds. Unrealistic. I actually no, I think they made it a shorter amount of time <laughs> now. <laughs> but yeah, so if they had like a little what was it called again? Zippo lighter. A zippo lighter that had yeah, you just out. refill it with sage. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The modern cleansing tools. Yeah. yeah that game so called? That's another we're writing down. <laughs> uh phasmophobia. Yeah. Okay. It's a uh like you play as paranormal investigators. Yeah, and then you like go to house or uh, 
prison, sometimes you're at a school mm-hmm. and you try to figure out what being is in the area. I think they call them entities. Yeah, entities. Yeah, you're just kind of like identifying the entity and like. So you use like spirit boxes, U- uh, UV lights, uh, sound. You can even stuff. use Ouija boards. Yeah. If you find them. If you can find the Ouija boards, sometimes they're in the maps and you can use them to contact the spirits as well. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. It's it's fun with friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a yeah. group. Yeah, I'm about to go ghost hunting a couple weeks. Yeah? yeah. Really? With yeah, those, so... Like, demon ex- but now that i know what that is no no um i haven't (laughs) so for the month of october like i said like i'm having like a bunch of people on talk scary stuff you know and i love this one we just went into dreams like i never even thought like hey let's talk about some scary dreams you know but that was that was cool i got some insight on what i'm dealing with now so thank you but uh I'm just like, kidding. Yeah, tread carefully. <laughs> just, just keep yourself clean. Like, just, just like watch your back. Watch, watch your side. Just, just smudge off, dude. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> no, but I'm having this guy come over. He's a ghost hunter. Like, he has a paranormal page and he goes out and hunts ghosts or whatever. And mm-hmm. so. The night before we do our podcast, we're gonna go on a investigation at this girl's house. She says she has a lot of activity going on, and so we're gonna do that. So that should be fun. Any advice <clears throat> for ghost hunting? Um, I personally wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, there was this like derelict house that all the like kids went to i never went there so i'm pretty fine but you know, go and do it like live your life don't let ghosts stop you um just have self-confidence oh, yeah. <laughs> don't be scared don't be stupid yeah don't be stupid don't be scared and listen to your instincts. human instincts yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, evolved so hard <laughs> with so many basic instincts. Why not just listen to them? Well, yeah, and you know they say that our gut instincts, um, our our ancestors, just trying to help guide us too. Mm. Okay. So if if you feel like a situation is bad, Ooh. it's probably another bad. recommendation if you haven't seen hell house you should watch hell house paranormal investigator type stuff they're not investigators but it's paranormal stuff but like what basically what we got from that is just don't run towards the danger (laughs) that too (laughs) yeah yeah just have fun i guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah have some fun you know (laughs) yeah yeah well it's almost wow we're in a long time can't believe how much time went by <laughs> but um i want to like just been thinking about a taco bar this whole time <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is awesome thank you both for coming on um 
I won't keep Thanks too much of your time. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to do it again. Um, can't wait for your new episodes, revamped episodes too. And uh, yeah, 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 I'm gonna try to release this maybe on the first. I don't know yet. Just depends. I got some other stuff. I got one more episode for September to come out. So I'm trying to make a decision on if I want your episode and that episode so close. So I don't know yet. But I'll let you know. You'll know when it's going to come out. But yeah, no worries. We of all people understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. yeah. Go oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out your social, how to follow you, um, and uh, your podcast and everything. Our website is thecirclenatives.ca. Everyone, Instagram, Facebook, at thecirclenatives. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not far behind. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. If if you want to reach out to us, um, you can either go on our website or um, any of our social medias as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, if there's any um, beings or creatures that like your listeners know of, send them our way because we're just collecting as much as we can and we'll eventually get to them when we, mm-hmm. we get to them. Yeah, yeah. We, we appreciate all the help that we can get. Awesome. Yeah. So everybody go follow them, check out the website. And if you want, you want to show or you want to tell them about some beans, let them know and we'll get, they'll get an episode out about it. But thank you so much. Or even oh. if you have um, experiences with them too. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Or uh, dreams. In episodes, we want to do interviews with mm-hmm. people who have had encounters so reach out yeah reach out (laughs) even dreams too i'm guessing yeah yeah Yeah, so everybody reach out (laughs) (laughs) so everyone reach out hit them up uh experiences dreams or just things you heard of and you might want to know when more info about you know their podcast is for that so thanks again both of you for coming on i really do appreciate it and Until next time, everybody. Peace.